Hi guys, welcome to this episode of Truth and Truth with Toby podcast, your go-to podcast for any and every social matter. If this is your first time listening, you are very much welcome. And if you are being a constant listener, you're welcome again. So guys, before we dive into today's topic, which is sexual harassment, the second part of the series, I want to rant a little bit. Please, what did Nice do during the weekend? What was that stunt he was trying to pull? (laughs) What are we not going to see on this social media? Made a video after cheating on your wife and you were caught. Then you made a video that you want the public to help you apologize to your wife because she is your backbone. What? (laughs) And the annoying thing is that there are a lot of people going to this poor woman's page to actually beg her. To beg her for what? I think I saw a comment that, that says that someone was trying to beg her and apologize on behalf of Nice. And she was saying that, um, Men are polygamous in nature. Where do people get such mindsets from? Like, who put it in your head? Where was it written that men are polygamous in nature? Where was it written? Am I missing out something here? Am I the only one that doesn't agree with that? Why do we always try to justify the wrong things in this part of the world? Why? And why does it always have to be the woman that has to put up with a lot of BS from the men? Why? Honestly, I know that um, marriage and relationships and people's marriages, people's relationships are not something that a third party can actually sort out because relationships can be very funny. You sort it out for them, you become the enemy and things like that. But then doing a video and wanting the whole public, thousands of people to flood your wife's page with apology messages, you're just trying to blackmail her emotionally into staying in a marriage and trust me the guy is still going to cheat and keep cheating and keep cheating people cheat not because of the person they are with is not beautiful or because the person they are with is not handsome people cheat because it's they cheat because they are they are very unfaithful people not because of any other thing because i saw people say that ah, see the fine woman is cheating on hello people don't cheat because of someone is not fine or not they cheat because they are unfaithful people that's just it but they are not talking about nice and his issues today. We're talking about sexual harassment. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So guys, I said last week that I was going to share stories. And if you dropped, I don't know who dropped a link. You left yourself anonymous. But you dropped a link that led me to men that shared their stories on sexual harassment. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you for dropping that link. God bless you. So I'm going to be sharing a lot of men's stories. Some, not a lot, some stories of men that have been sexually harassed. Stay tuned. I'll be starting off with Hannah's story, who was sexually assaulted as a student. Now this is her story. I don't remember being taught about consent in school other than no means no. What I do remember is being told not to walk home on my own or I'll be being raped by a stranger in the dark. For when I was raped, it was not in the street, but in my own student house. And I had taken the precaution of being walked home by someone I knew. 
was the first social event of that academic year and it had been a fun night. It was everyone's favorite time of the term. Lectures had not fully begun and deadlines were still far from our mind. I had drank, laughed and danced until I was ready for sleep. As I was leaving the club, a guy also at the social event said he lived near me and offered to walk me home. Walking home alone late at night in the dark was something I actively tried to avoid, so I gladly accepted his offer. We had only met a few weeks before, so conversations was light. We chatted about the night and what to expect in the new semester. When we got to the steps that led to my house, politely asked if we could pop inside for a glass of water because he was feeling unwell. Maybe this is when I should have heard alarm bells. But even as I was pouring the drink in my kitchen, nothing struck me as a miss. Not until after he had finished the water and the pretense was over. With his first demand to go to my room came my first rebuff. My first spoken no. To this day, it still strikes me how a charming disguise can be quickly dispersed and turned into aggression. Despite my refusal to go to my bedroom and my repeated attempts to get him to leave, it was relentless. Why would you let me in if you didn't want something to happen? The more I said I wasn't interested, the more forceful it became. I lost count of how many times I said no. And then suddenly there was someone physically stronger than me, refusing to leave until he had got what he wanted. His hands grabbed my arm so fiercely that it became instantly clear that his intentions had never been to get me home safely. It was a strange feeling being so paralyzed by fear in my own living room. In that moment, I realized saying no wasn't going to be enough. He took off my tights. When he had, when it was done, he finally left. The next day, I locked myself in my room, only leaving to shower away the remainders of the night before. I lay there overwhelmed with disgust, self-blame, and guilt. Now, guys, this is Anna's story, and wow. A lot of people actually go through this and the funny thing is that she also started to blame herself like oh what if I should have said no when they offered to walk me home I should have done this I should have done that but really yes Anna is fine now she got help and she was able to walk through it but then these things happen they really do happen and First of all, it is not anybody's fault. It is not the fault of the victim that such happens to you, that you were assaulted or that you were harassed. It definitely is not your fault. So if you are blaming yourself, then you need to stop because it's not really healthy for you. It's not really healthy for you. What you need at that point is to get the help that you need. See a therapist, see a psychologist, see a doctor. Importantly, I believe there is something called post-exposure prophylaxis where you are supposed to get attended to in 48 hours, in less than 48 hours, so that whatever infections might have, you might have gotten in the process of being assaulted can be treated almost immediately before they stay. PEP should be taken in less than 48 hours of the incident. 
there so what you need to do is i know that it might be very difficult to want to put yourself together but you need it and you need to get help at that point until we are able to battle with every case of assault and harassment in our society and make the society safer for everybody to live in but we still have to keep staying strong for ourselves and correct every wrong that we can i'll be moving on to share the guys story stories of some men that i got stay tuned a girl for three years my first i was the first one amongst my friends to be in a relationship which i think kept me in it for so long feeling that i should be grateful and have something to pride anyhow turns out she was manipulative emotionally violent and at rare occasions physically violent none of which i could see at that time i had zero experience or things to compare it to it took me about a year after she dumped me to have the thought that was probably not good. It took me 15 years to finally realize a lot of the times we had sex quite clearly constituted rape. No bloodlines, just straight up rape. Me telling her to stop and she continuing with threats or by me being tied up. I've come to realize that it wasn't even about the sex. It was about control. I've been to therapy though, with okay results but not brilliant. But sometimes, I feel I should have just kept it buried in my head. And sometimes, it feels healthy to be able to talk about it. Now this is a story of one man who has decided to speak up about his own fair share of harassment. Not fair share, his own share of harassment and assault in a relationship and it is good i think that we need to bypass this whole societal and expectations of men having to chest everything up be a man be a man don't be a girl thing and have more men speak about these things because they go through it they really do go through it young boys men grown-up men go through assaults and harassment from female they do and it is high time honestly it's high time that we scrapped this expectation of a man has to be a man a man has to bottle things up a man has to take everything with his chest you need to speak when you have to at all times you need to speak up some reason i'll just be able to share these two stories today but i do hope that you've been able to learn one or two things that can help you in the course of your living and please remember if peradventure anyone shares their experience with sexual harassment with you please and please do not do what is called victim blaming do not try to blame them for what has happened rather encourage and advise them to see someone that can help them recover fully as you continue in the course of your week, please follow peace with all men. You know that I always say that. Follow peace with all men and take very good care of yourself. Love and light. Next week, next week, it's going to be the finale of the series and I would have a guest with me and we'll talk about sexual harassment. 
for as long as we can so do have a great week ahead love and light